Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Here's your host from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, we are the Get Savvy Club and we're on a mission to teach anyone in property how to get visible online. Why? So you can get deals, you can get direct bookings, you can find JV partners and investors, or if you're a realtor or estate agent, you can find new stock and ultimately you can make money. If you would like our help, just message us on info at getsavvyclub.co.uk or find us on social media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Property Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Hi, Anita. How are you doing? Good today. Thank you. Well, actually, I'm absolutely full of colds. I'm full never ill, so I'm a really bad ill person, and I feel really sorry for myself. And just, I did my wordle at half past three this morning. That's how ill I am. <laughs> Getting in there early. Oh, the got it in two. Got it in two. Yeah. And then what did you do? Share that with your family WhatsApp group? My family group, yeah, because only because I know it really irritates my dad. <laughs> my geeky brother-in-law has done some programme to work out all of our scores because we always share it all in this WhatsApp group. So I don't know oh, how right. he's done it. He's got it from the WhatsApp group, worked it all out, and the overall winner over the, like the last year and a half or whatever is me, which has oh. really irritated my dad. He's second. So he keeps trying to get me disqualified. <laughs> Oh, how? <laughs> any, how anyway, even... any, any means and way. Oh. Yeah. Funnily enough, we, this is why social media works, guys, is because I met these people originally and knew them from LinkedIn because they use uh, LinkedIn prolifically and they're in property. And they're two ladies, just like we are, working together. And I thought, oh, actually... I like I like their vibe. I like the the posts they put out, how they come across, the way they speak about things. So that's how they ended up being on our podcast. Was um, we connected with them there? And Two I noticed days. actually, we just finished the podcast, and then I saw pop on LinkedIn. One of them has done a post with a picture of us all doing, which we should do more. They're like killing it more Brilliant. than us. But yeah, talking about being on the podcast, which is great. Steph Dale and uh, Jade Flanagan uh, that together are the property duo. They call themselves. So it's a, it's an interesting way that they found their way into working how they are which we'll let them explain but it's all too common a thing we hear isn't it in terms of that you go and you do what you're supposed to do in life in, in and end up in the corporate rat race and then realize you're a bit delusioned and to be honest not, it's not what you signed up for i never even thought there was any other option go to school do your gcse's do your a levels and a bit of a row about going to university because i didn't want to go obviously didn't win that one, went to university, got a degree, then got like a job and started climbing up the career ladder. And it never occurred to me that there was another way, even though weirdly my dad had his own business, but he started that business because he had to really. So, you know, he was in the army, left the army, needed to do something. And so started not because he was an entrepreneur or anything like that. So even that wasn't a bummer. So yeah, I genuinely never thought, oh, I don't have to do this. And even though my granddad had his own business, I don't know whether or not because the age gap is so big or whether his just mindset was like, well, men went into businesses, women didn't really have businesses maybe back in his day. So I don't know, like I never like skipped a generation and my obviously like parents have got businesses or anything, but I thought, well, I thought well, a good plan could be to go and be famous, you know, like just go and do acting and things like that. But obviously uh, then, I, then I got into jobs and stuff, but no, I never like did all the university or anything like that, but you're right. Like you, you didn't sort of, I, I did think sometimes about doing my own business, but when I worked in recruitment early on, but, I, but I, I'd look around and weird things I'd think of and think, well, I, I won't be able to get the money to do that. Or how will I pay that? Or well, it seemed like too big a, a gap to even, Kind of do if you make if that makes sense. Never mind mm. all the things that people do now. But at least nowadays we have internet, 
people can google things you can got free podcasts you can find well i wonder is it easier now or is it just that i'm in that world and listen to the right podcasts read the right books do the networking and if someone was me now would they still just go down that route because so when I started working for myself which I did like that so I never built up a client base you know we we hear lots of people like I'm just trying to replace my salary then I can leave my job I didn't do that I just left my job I went from earning good money to earning zero and going still got all the same bills to pay I knew I had to do networking and it was an absolute revelation to me I'd never done it before I didn't know there was this whole world of people who work for themselves and will be really friendly really nice buy from you sell to you give you some kind of inspiration it was like I never knew it existed when I was in the corporate they kept it away from you yeah that's what they do on purpose so that you can stay in your lane but I think I don't know or does nobody just do do we all just filter into one of those lanes and you know never the twain shall meet really I think more than ever now because how the internet works I think it is can be that actually whatever you're interested in it just shows you more of that and more of that and more of that and actually to, to change and become into in into a different right. is it can be harder can't it because actually- because now we're niching on property and talking about property more and mixing with property people and commenting on their stuff i noticed that linkedin is showing me where and it, you'd almost yeah. think it's linkedin just for property people yeah exactly so which it's, is good yeah. but yeah but I think, I mean, I've always, I've always had an entrepreneurial street. I always did like, did the whole oh, yeah. buying stuff, selling stuff as a kid and doing, and always having my own little, but I always thought, oh, it always have to just be like a bit of a site, like site. I always thought you'd have to work to get you money rather than actually get money to work for you. That's kind of always my mindset. I was happy to work hard, but not really sort of, um, yeah. So I had the entrepreneurial streak, but not, and wanted to do stuff, but I thought oh, I can't really access it. If that makes sense. It's hard. But to I think now it comes can access a time in everybody's life no matter and it, maybe it's even more if you're successful in the corporate world but I don't know and I think that it's happened you know to like a younger age than for, for me particular where you just go I've had enough of this you know is this it for another 20 years and I think sometimes when you get to where you always wanted to be and you're like well you know so I'd, I'd lost ambition really in my career where I think when I went part-time having children and like you know the energy my energy had to change and go into that rather than work and then I saw my role as just helping my team to like do the best they can it wasn't you know there was no competition I just wanted them to do really well and I became a better manager because of it I didn't think where do I want to be this time next year and you know where yeah. do I want to be in five years well I don't care and I think it's at that point when you think is this it for another 20 years yeah, cool so, yeah. yeah so hopefully you're going to enjoy this podcast I certainly did Let's get into it. If you're enjoying Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, follow and subscribe. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. And thank you so much, Anna and Anita, for for having us. So I suppose I could go into a really long-winded journey here, but I'll try and make it um, sort of (laughs) short and snappy as well. So Steph and I, we are long-term best friends and went through high school together and sort of went through our our corporate careers separately but together and sort of followed each other around the country and really went hard where, you know, eventually Steph ended up being the HR director for Hyatt and I was an operations manager up in oil and gas. However, we kind of knew that that wasn't really fulfilling something with us and we wanted to build on something uh, together that we that was tangible that we could have for the long term and also took us away from that nine to five grind which really 
you know, we, we talk a lot about on our social media journey and out on them, um, you know, when we're speaking to people at different networking events that it was really that, you know, the pain of getting away from mm-hmm. corporate to sort of working for the man, if you like, working for a boss. We wanted to become our our own bosses, build on our own empire. And naturally, it fell into property as we'd been building our own portfolio separately. When COVID hit, it was kind of like a fork in the road for us where it was, you know, we could either keep being in corporate, you know, really trying to like make it work um, on the side or we could go full guns blazing, just, you know, drop it all. And we're just going to focus our pure energy on becoming the property duo, if you like. So that's where this brand, which I'll take full credit for, that I came up with. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we decided there and then through COVID times that we were going to start pushing out our story on social. Like, and no matter how painful it was, which, because mm. we're... We're actually quite private people. We we don't share a lot on social. We have a very small friend network on Instagram, but we took the decision to put our life out there to really start telling people who we are, what we do, what we're trying to create. And slowly but surely, clients started signing on with us. And because we not only were saying that we were building our own portfolio together, but we were saying we could do it for clients as well. And that's kind of where the property duo grew from, if you like. And it's kind of, you know, really taken taken wings mm. to flight sort of thing. And it's it's gone from strength to strength over the years. So it's really three good. years now in business this year. So yeah. yeah. And then what we were looking for was definitely like freedom choice options that's what we really wanted out of our lives and we felt like really trapped in the careers that we were in I was in Hong Kong working like 12 hour days here there and everywhere all over different countries because my role was Asia Pacific sounds glamorous but it was really tiring as well and yeah it just wasn't what we wanted to do like we tried to climb like so far up our careers which we managed to do and then we're like is this it no when you get there that. you're like so disillusioned aren't you you think what well, yeah. like, is this a <laughs> And then you, yeah. you think to yourself, actually, I wanted to do this one day. <laughs> I remember like, yeah. I was doing like I was in recruitment for 17 years and uh, there was a day when I wanted to be in recruitment. <laughs> and then like it feels like when you when you're at the end, like, how did how did I end up being here? And it's the same, I guess. And I love how COVID, everybody has a different story, don't they? And you really took advantage of what COVID brought to your lives rather than maybe if it hadn't happened, you might have just been thinking about it, but not really ever having the space or ever being able to go, OK, let's do, let's just do that so it's it's kind of gone yeah what i'm interested in is you say you say that um you already had like individual property portfolios and because i did the same as you went through like the corporate route and then thought oh god this is just sucking my soul um and didn't want to do it and i bet you that a lot of people listening can um relate to that but you know when i look back now with Anna and I are like immersed in the property world and I look back and I think god 20 25 years ago before I had children I was I had a load of time and I'd earned really good money but I didn't know about the property world so I think if I'd have started buying property then I'd be in a very different position now so you know if I could go back and give my younger self advice it would be to do that but you obviously did it how did that come about in terms of building our portfolio yeah how did you get started and why it was almost like accidentally like we bought up um, property like buy to let property we lived in it first and then decided like oh we'll, we'll rent it out and then it's almost like the accidental landlord yeah. route 
Mm-hmm. And then we bought a couple of more and then sold those as well because we were like... Together or individually? Together, yeah. yeah. And then decided that we were going to go into flips, etc. as well. And then we were thinking more on the buy-to-hold strategy because for us it was more like a longer-term like wealth building. So we're really just dabbling in it since kind of 2013 when we bought the first one. Mm-hmm. And then decided from like 2018 when we're really like wanting to ramp this up that I was going to fund the deals, Jade was going to source the properties and then do it that way. Mm-hmm. And then we got ourselves educated in like 20, end of 2019, start of 2020, I think it was, to mm-hmm. learn a bit more about um, the sourcing side. So pe- like building others' portfolio as well, different investment strategies, because I think you need all that knowledge as, yeah. as well from an investment standpoint, because we yeah. weren't investors, we were just rookies dabbling like yeah testing the waters a little bit with it and then that's when we started to learn more more strategies and I got made redundant in May 2020 decided that's when I was going to come home and then we built the the brand from there and we used our own money as well to start to start within it um, before we were able to get a pool of investors as well so different kind of ways to do it yeah definitely started off like making all different mistakes, expensive refurbs and not buying below market value, all these kind of things that you do at the start and you learn from the mistakes. And that's, I think, the powerful thing to do because you learn by doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the people that just like throw ourselves into it and you kind of just learn and muddle your way along a bit as well, but it gives you that experience. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, before you know it, you you do kind of become savvy in a way of like what you're with knowing what you're doing. But you're right, the education and training is important, but you will still make mistakes and you've got to make mistakes as long as you're learning from them as well. Absolutely. Definitely. We still do. We're always learning. We're always learning. How do you help? What do you help people with now then? And who, what kind of people do you help? So we have um, our own clients and over 80% of our clients are now to peak, which is just amazing. So basically our clients are based, you know, England, Hong Kong, China, Dubai, you know, you don't actually have to be an investor right here on our doorstep. We invest solely in the Aberdeen market. So we source property specifically in Aberdeen because we know that market inside out. We've lived there. I lived there just over nine years. And so it's a it's a very niche market. It's the oil and gas capital. So it does, you do have to have a bit of an inside knowledge with it in terms of, you know, knowing the housing market and how it can fall in line with the oil and gas price. So it's quite volatile when it's up, it's up. And when it comes down, it comes crashing down. But with the trends with Aberdeen, you can see that it doesn't follow the rest of Scotland or the UK when, you know, when you're looking at the trends when we were in COVID and coming out of COVID, when we had that immense high, Aberdeen was still an all-time low because of um, oil crash and then COVID. So we say that we source our clients buy to let, so buy to hold properties. We would then price up completely the, the renovation for them for what we think would add value. And then we'd take our trades, our team, we project manage the whole renovation. And then we actually have our own letting agency as well. So oh, then... Brilliant. We take it right through to letting of the mm. property as well. So it really is a complete hands-off investment for our clients that wow. we do from finish. They've got the trust in you and they can just go all in on with you yeah. and you'll do the whole So is that a one-off fixed fee? 
charge for that or do yeah. you just take it oh right yeah yeah fixed fee it's fixed fee for that like fixed upfront fee and we attract like lots of different types of investors as well we've got a lot of individuals who are just doing their first buy to let mm -hmm. and don't have a clue what they're yeah. doing at all in property which is really great and i really enjoy working with those Absolutely. clients as well and like they're almost like learning as they go as well yeah hands-on with it and I think that's why we get a lot of repeat customers and why we've got a good brand in the market because it's to us it's very much about customer service and if you're doing a really good service for people they're going to come back and then a lot of our business comes from word of mouth previously it was like 95% social media but that's like probably like 90 10 now in terms of word of mouth and then repeat clients yeah and then other investors we have are more seasoned so they've got larger portfolios already and then we help them so mm -hmm. yeah we took on uh, clients in the Caribbean recently Qatar oh, yes, so we did yeah yeah so we're um, all over and LinkedIn is great for that as well mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so we so so actually like where you are is where a lot of our clients want to be no, not necessarily that particular strategy you want to but at a point where actually they don't really need to use social media anymore but they totally understand that they've got to get visible in the first place to get those investors so yeah. what would your top tips be to those people because we we help them because obviously it can be very intimidating like you said you're private people sometimes actually that's better because you don't use it day to day just to mindlessly post pictures of cats or chat to friends or whatever so it's good in a way because you're kind of starting from a blank canvas what would your sort of top tips be for people that are starting property they've got a strategy they just need maybe investors or whatever it's usually like deals investors or direct bookings or whatever but they know they need to get visible on social media what would your top tips be for them we had to push ourselves on social media and i think in this like day and age it's the best way that you can have a global reach yeah. as well that we would never have found clients in the caribbean dubai or investors from hong kong things like that if it wasn't for social and I think people need to decide what's more painful, what they're doing right now, or to put themselves out on social media and to push their narrative and what they're looking for and be their, their own self. selves, like their authentic selves. Because yep. what we put out on social media is who we are. And I think that if you're likable, you're trustworthy on social media, and people get to know a little bit about you as well, that likability and trust factor, that's... Uh, a really like positive way to use social media and then to gain that um, investment effectively. Yeah, and actually, so you, once you get going, it's never as bad as you think it's going to be, is it? It was. It was. <laughs> well, you say that. Sorry, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it was a female thing or the way we look, but we definitely got a lot of hate. Like we're not oh, going to wow. lie, there was definitely from like men or women or just oh. random. Oh. Did you? It doesn't have for, the, to... for the purposes of those people listening to the podcast that aren't watching it like as we do this live, they are attractive ladies. So yeah, you can sometimes get like hate for, for that, can't you? But I can't help you can't help being good looking. What makeup does like... one Makeup this morning, I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, there is um yeah, there's a like has been Was a that lot across of all platforms or mainly on Facebook. No, Facebook we don't really use, it's only on LinkedIn and uh, Instagram. Oh, LinkedIn. Yeah. That really surprised oh, yeah. me. Yeah, LinkedIn. So yeah, lots of like nasty comments. And I think it affected us a lot at the start. We've spoken about this on our journey before, how much it did affect us. And you just want to kind of like shy yourself away from it. Yeah. But we were like, well we have to keep going. This is starting to work for us at that point. And it just works so well for us now that we're up here in our eyes, like on social media, that we, it just drowns out the noise of... And what a great screw you to all those, you know, arseholes. Yeah. But oh, do you think yeah. it helped having two of you? Yes, definitely. definitely. 
like when we always say this as well like when one's like feeling a bit more like down about social media or anything like in terms of business well life in general the other one can pull the other one up so Definitely. yeah yeah because it's funny because we work with our clients and actually what we realized really quickly is that it's not about just teaching people what to do on social media but it's about mm-hmm. giving them the self-belief and the confidence to just get out there and then also part of our role is that when this happens to kind of help pick people up and go well okay here's what we do about this and you're just the same as everybody else that gets this and you know it doesn't matter and all of that kind of thing because if you're just on your own doing it and that happens it's it shouldn't but it can absolutely floor you can't it it can oh, derail definitely. you for sure it and can it even have to be a stranger sometimes it's like a family member with their well-meaning comments that just like yeah. cut mm-hmm. you to the quick yeah or like say oh who are you to be doing something like yeah. that or posting out your your um you're trying you're trying to do your journey and things and people will try and pull you back down yeah like mm. back down to where they are in their little shithole yeah exactly. like even family members like they it's scary for family as well and family like what they know about you and if you're trying to do something different they will like just probably have the goodness of their own hearts try and pull you back into a safe zone yeah, yeah. Like, we all like to be in our comfort zones and if you're trying to do something different away from the norm then it can be scary to people that they're like no no what are you doing you don't know what you're doing like it's too dangerous like just stay in your job just stay where it's safe yeah and that's kind of like what we were told a lot at the start. Like, no, don't, you should definitely go and get another job. Like, you shouldn't <laughs> be doing this. Like, it's too dangerous. It's all just projection, isn't it? It's projection yeah, of yeah, their fears. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, oh, you don't want to do this. No, you don't want me to do that. It's not, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what I want to do. But yeah, I had a like 15 year HR career, two degrees in HR. Yep. And um, everyone in my family and like friend circle were like, why would you leave throw that? that away? Why would you throw that away when yeah. you've worked so hard? I was like, because I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's, what we're, that's what we know, isn't it? Go to, go to school, get educated, get a job, retire, die. And so when you do something, that challenges that it kind of almost challenges people and their core belief and they put it as worry as you but actually it's just projection of that all oh, that would scare the shit out of me so you must be the same as me it's funny because I always see people I vaguely know and often they'll go to me oh, I see you all over LinkedIn all the time and I never really know how to take that comment is it a criticism <laughs> ask is them it a to compliment comment. ask them to like something then <laughs> I just like say it. oh yeah yeah well you, I just go, oh, you know if I, if I get too much just block me I won't be offended and kind of move on but I always want <laughs> Wonder what how that is meant really mm-hmm. yeah. for sure yeah well, yep. I've got loads of comments like that for we sure. get a lot of that <laughs> the positives definitely outweigh the negative though like overall well, the money sure, you know at the end yeah. of the day we're here to make money and have freedom for ourselves and if that's a route to do that and you have to put up with a few snide comments from people who actually you don't really like or often don't even know then you know, yeah exactly. exactly yeah and I always say as well that there's no one that's doing better than you that's tearing you down it's never exactly like where you they want to be basically like below a level of like where you are in like Mm -hmm. your career or those are the ones jealousy things that's really yeah that's a really good point to make that people who are doing well don't feel the need to go and rip other people to shreds it's always people who are there's always an element of jealousy isn't there Mm -hmm. completely Definitely. So, so we know, like, obviously, there's lots of positives to working as a duo. Uh, but what would you, what, what do you struggle with the most? Is it like two of you? Good question. Ooh. What with each other, or yeah, yeah. Um, like well, having, like, you know, both of you working together, like. <laughs> Wow, that's, <laughs> on the spot uh, that's a really hard one because 
<laughs> what do you struggle with, Anna? You answer it first. I know, I, I was thinking, you know, how, yeah. how I was asking the question, I was thinking, I wouldn't know how I'd answer this myself if someone asked us that. That's why I was yeah. thinking it was a good question. Yeah. Um, I think for us, sometimes we have a, like a business meeting and chat for an hour and a half and then we have yeah. to go and do something else. We don't so stick to the agenda. The like sometimes yeah. we don't stick to the agenda and we're like, what? Or also... We go, we'll do um, that in the car. We're in the car for three hours going somewhere. We'll do all this work and then we get there and we've just like nattered. Well, like I think I think as well with us, Anita, what we, that like we have like different skill sets, which is great and we like complement each other, blah, blah, blah. But then yeah. <laughs> certain parts of our like business... Look, she's leaving now. What can I... I've got to open the door. The dog's staring at me. She asked a question. She don't actually want to hear the answer, then, does she? The problem. Um, but I think the thing is, like, there's just a couple of things in our like how we work. Where actually, I wait till she's back and she can hear it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she likes to slag me off too, my face. No, no, yeah, I don't like to wait until you're there. Um, no, it's not slagging you off. It's slagging us <laughs> off. Okay. It's like we've got complementary skills and we're good at what we do. And and then there's things that you're definitely better at, things that, you know, I'm definitely better at and blah, blah, blah. But then there's like a few little things within business that like we both suck at. Yeah. So we do but still also need to like plug quite those holes in. But things got, in business yeah. that we both suck at. Yeah, like but we have got a big accounts. team now. Yeah, so, but we have got a big team now of people that Detail. Kind of, so luckily there's lots of things actually that we suck at. So we actually now, because we, we actually now like we had to do a slide for one of our presentations and we wanted to like put the meet the team and we're like oh my god actually we have quite a big team now people that, that kind of work with us but um yeah so we definitely kind of need that really so yeah that, that's that's it what about yourselves you, have, you, have you thought of anything yet yeah <laughs> Everything you've said, I'm like, I would have said exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a tough one as well, because we've been friends for like the last 28 years and just know everything about each other. Yeah. We're so close. And yeah, like even when we've been working together all day, like I'll call you on the way home. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's like people that see us, it's always very rare to see one without the other. We are actually like thick as thieves mm-hmm. together. We spend all our time together in business. We spend the weekends together. Holidays. We call each other when we're not with each other. It's <laughs> like, we're like the two old ladies, like last ones on the yacht, basically. Yeah. So. <laughs> Codependent yeah. is what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, that's good and bad, isn't it? You know, yeah, it can be a bad thing. Yeah. Like, be bad. I don't know what I'd do without you. <laughs> I think at the start, though, when we first started working together in COVID times, because we'd always just had that personal relationship, like friendship, like really, really close. And then like that other dynamic that we said before, it's like learning how to like work together and yeah, like yeah. getting this other layer of our um relationship basically and I think there was a few like pushbacks from us both at the start just learning how like different work styles because you until you're actually working with someone on a day-to-day basis that closely as a business partner you don't really know their working style particularly you know roughly how they would until you're in that and I think there was like uh um yeah there was a few like warnings throughout that journey but that's all it's like uh, yeah it was like definitely teething out at the start to try and work out because we like you guys you've both got different strength sets Mm -hmm. and we complement each other but we we both have weaknesses as well and I think we complement each other there where one's weak at something the other one's strong at it yeah Yeah. Um, but it was and you can pick like you say you have moments where you're like oh god this is i'm fed up or whatever and you pick yourselves up as well don't you but what's your big plan what do you what do you 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 two imagine the business being like say like in five years time oh absolutely we have like crazy uh, goals which when people speak to us you know a lot of people it's like 
uh, that's that's good like, though. Oh. I like that. But yeah. whenever someone's like, like, what's the end goal? Like, what do you want? What do you want? And we're like, mm, billionaire status, billionaires, <laughs> like multi-millionaires, billionaires. Yeah. Like, we want to go like, like, if you're gonna like, you know, do something for yourself and dream big, it's got to be the biggest goal possible. And ever since we were teenagers, which I think is nice because we've held on to it so long, we've always said our phrase was "last ones on the yacht." Like, we're not like last ones in the care home or anything like that. We're like, we're going to have a yacht and we're going to retire. We're going to sail. Like, we're, I mean, we'll we can't drive it. On the yacht. We can't drive it, but we'll just dock it in uh, Monaco. Yeah. You know, puppies, you but... don't need to drive it. Of course you don't. No, yeah, somebody else will do that. Yeah, exactly. But no, our goal is to like completely continue building the portfolio. We're now looking at like larger scale portfolios as well, whereas previously it was just um, more like the single units adding those. We'll still add like single units of the more like larger ones like HMOs, etc., because they're really good cash flow. So it's more like getting that level of passive income that's um, extremely high to be able to Mm -hmm. kind of more live on that portfolio going forward yeah and not just survive but thrive yeah with it and then we'll step away from the sourcing side it's great money for us like last year it was like two hundred thousand. we aren't in income on the sourcing side so Mm -hmm. and then we're on target or more to do that again this this year. year But for us, it's still, we've created ourselves a job there. So we want to step away from that. For us, it's not about building businesses where there's big teams and offices and everything. It's more complete freedom. So we can live anywhere we want, spend the time with our families. And that's what we've always wanted because we've done that whole corporate graph for so many years. And we're trying to like take ourselves away. But you have to get into it more to then pull yourself back out in business, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, often you do. Yeah, definitely. And then building on the letting side as well, lettings is going incredibly well at the moment. We're in all the major cities, having just opened dual lettings. Mm -hmm. um, In Scotland, sorry. Um, Not across the world. (laughs) 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 Everywhere. Not yet. Scotland. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, building on building on that. So, yeah, it's very, very exciting times with the agency. So do you have a team that help you with that side? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got a team and then my partner, Alex Dale, he runs the from like an operational perspective on a day-to-day basis with our support as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get sucked in and you're doing it for yourself, but you don't realise actually you've just swapped one job for another and you're still just as busy. But you kind of have to go through that pain point to get to the freedom. But as long as you keep the goal yeah. in mind, and don't lose sight of that. You're absolutely right, I think. We've, we've had discussions the same, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we always ask two questions on this podcast. One is, we are the Get Savvy Club. So what makes uh, you guys savvy? What makes us savvy? Probably the fact that we are building our wealth in the background. So, and this leads on to like talking about the book. You can talk about the <laughs> <laughs> that basically we were in this like corporate career we were earning good money but it was only just like on a monthly basis and then you had to earn more like income that sort of way whereas for us it's about more building wealth in the background and having that Mm -hmm. passive income and I think that's what makes us definitely Mm -hmm. savvy and business yeah and the other question that we always ask is uh for you to recommend a book so it could be a business book marketing book something personal development book something that's helped you guys uh along the way with your with your journey i think it's a book that a lot of property um investors or people starting out in their journey read and it is quite hard hitting especially for us when we first read it at the start of our journey 
because it, it really hit home to make you realize that about your asset and liability columns. And if you don't have any assets, you really are just like stuck in a job basically until you retire and then you're relying on a pension. Um, and that's it, honestly, it scared us so much that that is actually the book that turned things around back in 2018, 2019, when we were like, it's like a slap in the face to be like, you need to buck up your ideas now. It's not too late. It doesn't matter what age you are. You can start at any time, but you need to start now and start building on wealth. If you mm -hmm. want to create the life that you want to live, then this book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by okay, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Uh, it is such a hard hitting book and it, it's on a it's on an um, audio book as well. So if you're not into reading it, you can listen to it. But we've, yeah. we've listened to it quite a few times now since uh, and it still hits mm -hmm. as hard as it did back then that, you know, you really need to think about the life that you want to create. And that is a good starting point, I think. And it gives you some good pointers. It is a great book. I, I, I gave it to my daughter to read when she was like 11, 12. Oh, I, love that. She, I think she needs to like reread it now she's like 16 so I think she's like forgotten a lot of it based on some of the things that she says yeah. and whatnot um but yeah because you, you just don't know this stuff like I I literally how I grew up was you know my mom was a cleaner my dad worked in a factory so I just thought I just want to get a better job than they got that was yeah. my mindset I didn't even like click on to anything to do with like assets or anything then I thought I was doing really well because I had a job that was in sales and I had a company car and you know like you kind of think oh well I'm like I'm doing so and the money was coming in but then you if, if only someone had given me a book like that when I was like you know 2021 and having those sales kind of jobs and then clicking oh I get it now I do need to build up these assets but yeah you don't know what you don't know but if you listen to this podcast you've never heard of that book before you can change everything by reading that now so brilliant um so thank you so much for coming on if people want to know more about you what is the best way for them to find out about you well we've got our website propertyjewel.com www.the-property-jewel.com <laughs> we've also got um our instagram the property duo on instagram and at jewel lettings as well and then oh, yes. we're on linkedin as steph dale and jade flanagan as well if you're enjoying property marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate follow and subscribe fabulous what i really like about those two is that they were really honest so loads of people go oh yeah so I was really successful at this and then I stopped that and I started this and I put out a couple of posts on social media and now I'm really successful at this and what I really liked is they went actually it wasn't our natural vehicle using social media we had to take a deep breath and get out there and do it and it didn't all go really well you know we got quite a lot of hate we didn't really understand why and it kind of stopped us in our tracks but we forced ourselves to carry on and it's just a really honest path that loads of people will go down but not a lot of people admit to do they although I, yeah, exactly. I don't feel like I've had that much hate on LinkedIn but I don't know maybe I'm not you are. noticing it or getting out there <laughs> no, yeah I guess it depends doesn't it because you have had certain posts that have gone really like, I've had one mean post hateful. once but <laughs> apart from that yeah there's a general rule we don't we don't uh, yeah we don't really get yeah maybe we're not we're not unless being, we're uh, oblivious and don't spot it <laughs> yeah or we just don't don't take it with love oh thanks don't care like yeah but i did like that they said that they were honest about the fact that they're quite private people they don't want to be on social they don't want to tell everyone all about what they what they do but they obviously realize it's the quickest way to be connecting and be able to be seen by a lot of people in in a short amount of time really anyway so. interesting people leading a, a great life you know, i love the fact that you can have one career and you can be successful at it and then you can have another career and be successful as that and life's, life's an adventure isn't it and so yeah 
well, we, we do a lot of talks at various property events and networking meetings and what have you. And every single time there's someone there who's like, five years ago, I walked into one of these meetings and I did the training and then I did this and then I did that. And now I'm financially free. And you're like, five years, six years, you know, yeah, what nothing, is it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, start now. And yeah. five and years. Like, goes they, and do you know what the thing is? The saying is that time will pass anyway. So five years will go, whether you start it and get good at it or whether yeah. you don't. So you know, yeah. no regrets. And it was a quite an interesting some inspiration book they recommended, wasn't it? Three. It, yeah, it I am sounded a little it bit like it's reluctant. not apologetic, but yeah, re- reluctant to like because it, it obviously was being females. It was kind of like I don't know if this one is right, but it's good. It's whatever helped you because you know it doesn't have to fit in with our world or, or whatever. It's just genuinely what we are, we want them to what what help them because what helped them will probably help other people as well. So that was three percent men, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm going to check it out definitely. Yeah, so am I. I, I like to read things that are like would never have come to me like that's not going to come up in our recommended is it it's like yeah what we were speaking about the other day about you breaking that because otherwise you get stuck in the your own echo little, chamber that's what yeah, it's called yeah exactly because it yeah. show you what they you that's know, why the big think. companies i was reading an article about it big companies like google and apple are going around like you know all the deprived areas and trying to get the best people there because if they just go to the ivy league schools and get the top people to work for them then they've just got an echo chamber and they've got no one who's really innovative um, yeah. and thinks differently so they're recognizing that and i think it's true if you just read stuff that appeals to you then you don't grow at all do you well then brilliant well we'll see you on the next episode bye 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 that was property marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club if you enjoyed it connect with us on social media Just search Get Savvy Club.